everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You know, we had so many stories our last episode because we had been away for a week. Right. That we come back today and I think we've only got like 11 stories. No, 16 stories. I feel like that's still a good number, 16 stories. We had 40 the other day. Well, especially when we start with a foodie guide. Yes. Those can take forever. They can. We're not going to let it take forever this we're time, not. though. No, we're just going to go over a few things. Um, so the newest foodie guide is a guide to Valentine's Day this year. That's right. Valentine's Day. I believe it's February 14th this year. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Valentine's Day, you would not think... Uh, you know, needed a whole foodie guide for itself? I don't know. There's some pretty good food for Valentine's Day. Not food food, like right. dessert food. No, this is geared towards snacks and savory items and beverages. Uh, you know, chocolate-covered strawberries are always a big hit. Right. Uh, we've got a strawberry red velvet whoopie pie from the Trolley Car Cafe out at uh, uh, out in California. Um, let's see, there's a, a puppy love chocolate pinata at the Ganacherie in Walt Disney World. Okay. Uh, so there's a, a ton of fun stuff. Yeah, let's see. Let's We don't have to talk about what each place has, but some of the places that are featuring special uh, food items for Valentine's Day, um, at Disney Springs, Amaret's Patisserie, uh, the Ganacherie, Jacques Lindsay's Hangar Bar. That's just a drink, though. Yep. Um, Vivoli Il Gelato. Uh out, the outdoor vending at the West Side Landing. Again, that is a drink. And then at the resorts, Animal Kingdom has some items at Mara. Uh, the Beach Club has some things at their marketplace area. On the boardwalk, the boardwalk deli has um, has a strawberry cheesecake brownie. At the Contemporary, the Contempo Cafe has items. Uh, the Grand Floridian, Gasparilla Island Grill um, has some items, and at Old Key West, there's things. The Polynesian has stuff at Kona Island in the Pineapple Lanai. Uh, the Riviera has things. Um, I don't know. They have things. They have a La Petite cake. And the Wilderness Lodge has stuff at Roaring Fork. And then at various Disney Resort hotels, uh, they have a whole list of things. So a lot of the um, quick service right. uh, food courts, they all yep. have the same thing that's not... Um, they're not unique. Right. They share them. Right. Now, the interesting thing for a lot of these uh, treats are that, you know, most of them start being offered February 1st, uh, but the ending dates vary. At the resorts, most of them extend the entire month through February 29th, as this year is a leap year. I'm surprised they don't come out with a special leap year uh, foodie guide. Um, but uh, some of the items are only available through the 14th or 15th. So right. it depends on the location. Um, I would love the ladybug cake uh, that I'm seeing here. The love bug marshmallow uh, from Disney's Wilderness Lodge looks uh, looks very yummy. Um, so lots of things to share with your your loved one. Yeah, you stopped me before I was done. Oh, okay. At the Magic Kingdom, Sunshine Tree Terrace. Um, at Hollywood Studios, the Hollywood Brown Derby and the Trolley Car Cafe. And at Epcot, Connections Cafe, Connections Eatery, um, and La Salière have items. Uh, Disneyland Resort also has um, things at their resorts and in their parks, but we don't have to go over those. No. Okay. All right. I'm you done? done? I'm done now, right. yeah. And our second story in the Disney Parks blog are, if you like pictures of Disney, mm -hmm. uh, you might want to go check out the snowfall pictures from Disneyland Paris. So pretty. Yes. Uh, they did have their first dusting of snow. France usually gets at least one or two uh, snowfalls a year. Okay. They usually don't amount to much. 
uh, but it's, you know, you never see snow in California or Florida, uh, so it is very interesting to see the castle topped with real snow uh, and real snow on the grounds and not just, not just snope. Yeah, it's very pretty, and it's just a dusting, but it's just enough to make it look so pretty. Right, especially since the Disney Parks blog got in there before guests oh, yeah. uh, came in, so yep. it, it's a very serene, very calm-looking snow. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's all the news from the Disney Parks blog, so let's head on over to Disneyland. Okay, they're going to be building new entry gates to Disneyland Park and California Adventure. That's right. So they're not building uh, a new gate. It's going to be the current gate, the current right. turnstiles. Mm -hmm. yep. They're going to be modifying them. They're going to make them uh, more ADA accessible, mm -hmm. uh, give them more stroller accessibility, and add new gates to that, so new tap styles. Okay. Uh, or, you know, we used to call them turnstiles, but they're now tap styles. Right. Um, building permits have been filed with the city of Anaheim. That was done back on December 8th for both uh, parks' gates to be updated. Disneyland is going to remove the existing turnstiles and gates and install new automatic guest entry gates, fixed manual gates, and removable railings. They're also going to install overhead shrouds. And at Disneyland California Adventure, they're going to remove existing turnstiles and gates and install new automatic guest entry gates, fixed manual gates, and removable railings, as well as new overhead shrouds. Hmm. Isn't that the same exact it thing? It is the exact same thing. You couldn't thing. have just said that? I could have, I guess. Okay. But uh, new gates coming to Disneyland. All right. Some new details about Tiana's Bayou Adventure have been revealed, uh, most notably that the audio animatronics that are going to be used on the ride are going to have actual faces. Yeah, physical faces. Uh, the past few years with rides that are being built, we've seen it in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, uh, in the Frozen Adventure. Uh, those are projection-mapped faces. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Mickey Railway. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, right. And while they do look great, they, you know, they do have that... They're fake. Manufactured feel to them. Yeah. They don't feel lifelike. Um, so nice to see that those animatronics will have physical faces. Um, but they did also announce more about the attraction itself. Um, they talked about the courtyard uh, in the queue. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be the uh, setting for the start of the line. Uh, you're going to walk into the bar in the barn in the courtyard. That's going to be the offices of Tiana's Foods. Okay. Uh, as we all know, Tiana is the founder of Tiana's Foods. She did that after the events of the Princess and the Frog movies. Um, they're going to have poles outside the barn that have loudspeakers broadcasting a 1920s radio-style show. Um, they're going to have classic New Orleans songs. Um, and uh, they're going to make this a love letter to New Orleans spirit. Great. So um, that uh, that sounds like, you know, things are coming together. It's going to be nice. And, you know, you talked about the physical faces on the animatronics. Mm -hmm. uh, the new Frozen Ever After ride that uh, one of the foreign parks got, mm -hmm. the Anna and Elsa have physical faces. Okay. And apparently they're very advanced animatronics. Nice. So they'll be bringing that uh, technology to uh, Florida and California. All right. Um, in very exciting news, there is another popcorn bucket available. It is a pink polka dot Mickey balloon Valentine's Day popcorn bucket. That's, and that's available in Disneyland. That's right. I'm sure it will make its way across the coast at some point. Uh, the pink polka dot Mickey balloon, as Cheryl mentioned, is a Valentine's Day exclusive. Um, not only is it pink with polka dots, but it also has a silhouette of Mickey and Minnie. Uh, I guess they're... Uh, they're touching kiss. noses? Oh, maybe. They might be kissing. If, yeah, if they're touching noses. We can see. And they're making the little heart symbol with their hands. Yeah. Uh, this is expected to be available through Valentine's Day 
or while supplies last. All right. This buck, the bucket will set you back $18.75 with tax. And, you know, speaking of popcorn buckets. Yes. We purchased a refillable bucket while we were in Florida, and I think that may be one of the best bargains we've ever gotten. Man, do we get our money's worth on those things. So, you know, that initial popcorn bucket, when you think you're spending $13 on a popcorn bucket, it sounds like a lot. But when you realize that each refill after that was, what, two and a quarter? Yeah. uh, It it definitely pays for itself in the long run. We were in the parks for four days, and I think we got two fills of popcorn a day. Every day, at least. Yeah. All right, so that's all the news for California. Let's head on over to Walt Disney World. Okay, some 2024 after-hours dates for the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios have been added. That's right. These after-hours events are separate hard-ticketed events um, that include free snacks, and I I think that was one of the fun things uh, that I liked about their uh, after-hours events. Yeah. Um, The dates and pricing are available. There are discounted annual pass holder pricing, as well as DVC member pricing. Uh, The event dates, let's see, Magic Kingdom is going to have after-hours events on January 11th, 15th, 22nd, February 1st, 5th, 12th, 29th, March 4th, 18th, April 8th, 22nd, 29th, May 13th, June 13th, and June 27th. Uh, The pricing, normal pricing, will be between $155 to $175, depending upon the night. Uh, How does that compare? Uh, if you are a DVC or annual pass holder, that price comes down to $125 to $145. It's $30 less. So that is uh, that is a nice deal. Magic Kingdom events will take place from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. after the park closes for guests. If you do have the after-hours ticket, you can get in beginning at 7 p.m. Tickets are available online right now for events through April 8th of 2024. Uh, Epcot after-hours events are going to take place on... February 2nd, 8th, and 15th, March 7th and 28th, April 4th and 25th, May 9th, May 23rd, and May 30th, June 6th, 20th, and July 18th. The pricing there is uh, $149 to $159. And once again, there's a $30 discount for uh, annual pass and DVC holders. These events are also 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. with a 7 p.m. early entry for ticket holders. And then over at Hollywood Studios, they're going to have after-hours events on January 10th, 24th, February 21st and 26th, March 13th, 20th and 27th, April 3rd, April 10th, May 22nd and 29th, June 12th, June 19th, June 16th, July 10th, 17th and 24th and 31st, August 7th, 14th, 21st and 29th. The pricing on those events is between $145 to $175. Once again, $30 discounts and the same same timing on those uh, events as well. Okay. They don't do an after hours for Animal Kingdom, huh? They do not. Animals have to go to bed. I guess, yeah. Disney Imagineering filed a new permit for work on the Country Bear Musical Jamboree, which is the new show that's going to replace the current Country Bear Jamboree. That's right. The Country Bear Jamboree is closing later this month, and it is expected that the Country Bear Musical Jamboree will open over the summer. Um, This permit has been filed, and it is for new audio and visual equipment in Grizzly Hall. That's the theater that houses the Country Bears. And uh, they first announced this change at D23 in September, And this change is inspired by the musical reviews of Nashville. The Country Bears will reinterpret Disney songs in different country genres, including bluegrass, pop country, Americana, rockabilly, and more. Are you excited for that change? Do I sound excited? Uh, You don't. (laughs) 
the thatched roof of the new covered seating area in the Africa section of the Animal Kingdom looks like it's almost finished. That's right. And this construction project began way back in June of 2023. Thatching began in uh, December, uh, and most of the thatching looks to be completed. This is going to be a seating area near the Harambe Market, Tamu Tamu Refreshments, and Zuri's Sweet Shops. The Cake Bake Shop has opened a commercial bakery that's going to serve uh, the Disney restaurant. That's right. This is a new 31,000 square foot commercial bakery uh, that Gwendolyn Rogers has opened uh, in the Orlando area. It is expected that this bakery will serve most of the resort's needs as they don't actually have the space at the former ESPN club to actually bake all of the cakes. Uh, Some details that are now out about her cakes which have been featured multiple times on Oprah's list of favorite things. Uh, And they also have partnerships with Williams Sonoma and Tiffany and company. Um, This is their third location, their third retail location. It is their largest to date. Apparently she had an idea two years ago to build a commercial bakery in the Orlando area. Uh That was before she had her deal with Disney. Um, The Disney restaurant was announced in 2022 We're still waiting for it to open. We don't know when the uh, uh, actual location at Disney's Boardwalk will open, but it is expected to open soon. So the exciting thing I found about her cakes are that they are all handmade. Wow. Um, Each take apparently can take up to six hours to make because they're all hand-stacked, hand-decorated, and hand-cut. The Cake Bake Shop will sell 12 varieties of cake each day. They have eight permanent flavors and four seasonal ones, plus cheesecakes, pies, crumb cakes, cookies, and lemon bars. Um, so that uh, that is why they are so uh, Ooh, they're expensive. So fancy. Yes, their cakes. Here's the deal. Uh huh. At her Indiana Bake Shops, right. which are not in a theme park, right? Uh, a slice of her cake is sixteen dollars. Wow. And a full cake, six inch cake that will serve eight people. $105. Wow. I'm assuming that by the time it gets to uh, Walt Disney World, the pricing will go up slightly. Yeah, probably $18 a slice. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's a little expensive insane. expensive cake. Uh, so apparently her cakes are only, uh, they only last a day because they use fresh buttercream mm-hmm. and uh, sponge cake. And after a day, I, I guess they throw them out. So... Um, you know, you're, you're going to be getting a fresh product, Yeah. but it's going to be pricey. I guess. A little bit of sad news about uh, closures on the boardwalk area there. Um, Big River Grill and Brewing Works is going to be closing. That's right, and they are going to be closing relatively soon. Uh, Their last day of operation will be Sunday, January 21st. So that's not even, uh, that's what, in three days. Uh, They will have their last day of operation on January 21st. Uh, To provide additional lunch options in the area, Disney will be bringing in a rotating selection of food trucks. Well, there's nothing, nothing's going to be there. No. The Cake Bag Shop's closed, which, you know, was the ESPN club. The Corndog Stand isn't open yet. Still isn't ready. And now we've got the Big River Grill is going to be gone. Right. And, you know, people think that that's the boardwalk area, but what not a lot of people realize is that those are the restaurants for the Boardwalk Resort. Right. There are no real... There's that small coffee shop that they put in this yeah, there's past no, year. There's not really a quick but there service. There's no quick there's service no restaurant. Sit-down there's restaurant. no sit-down restaurant. They're all located on the Boardwalk. Right. That's one of the drawbacks of staying there is if you want to... If it's you know, rainy or something, you're food, going outside. You've got to run outside. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Big River Grill and Brewing Works did not see this coming. No, um, they their employees... I mean, this ends in three, in three days they're going to close. Their yeah. employees just found out today. Right. So, yeah, no one's very happy about it, and it's kind of weird, you know, what's going on that it's such a quick closure. 
So, you know, that being said, there are still other food options in the Boardwalk area. The Boardwalk Deli offers sandwiches and deli favorites. Uh, Trattoria Al Forno is a casual Italian eatery. They offer breakfast and dinner. The Pizza Window mm -hmm. is open for lunch and dinner. Uh, the Flying Fish is open for dinner. Uh, Boardwalk Ice Cream offers snacks, uh, ice creams, and sundaes. And then there are four bars and lounges in the area. Leaping Horse Libations, Abracadabar, Boardwalk Joe's Marvelous Margaritas. Uh, and if you want to walk a little bit, you can get to Jelly Rolls for uh, cocktails and entertainment. All right. Crews have begun re refurbishing uh, one of the buildings at the Polynesian Village, um, as well as the resort's boat dock. That's right, the Polynesian Village Resort. There's a hub of activity going on over there right now. As Cheryl mentioned, they are working on refurbishing the boat dock. The new Newey building uh, in, is being refurbed. Uh, and then as far as the DVC tower goes, they have poured the concrete for the pool. Okay. Uh, so that is exciting. Um, Newey is a building near the Great Ceremonial House, uh, and they have blocked the sidewalk with green barriers while they are working on the exterior of the building. Uh, the dock is just undergoing a, a general refurbishment. And while they're working on the dock, there will be, you know, temporary interruptions to watercraft service to and from the Polynesian. Okay. So you can take the monorail during that time. Uh, and, of course, Disney regrets any inconvenience. Right. That's all the Disney news. So what do we have going on over with our friends at Universal? Um, they have just dropped a ton of news for Mardi Gras. Um, including some special things for annual pass holders. That's right. There's a new Universal Orlando annual pass holder magnet beginning on February 3rd. It celebrates uh, celebrates Mardi Gras. Uh, they also have a discounted food and beverage card available to their pass holders. Pass holders can save $30. Uh, the card retails for $120 but holds $150 in food and beverage details. But also interesting in that is that it's offered at all. Um, you don't have to be a, pa um, a pass holder to buy that. Oh, okay. um, it's kind of a, an interesting thing, uh, but you do get a discount if you're a pass holder. Okay. So you can buy that card for $150 if right. you're not a pass holder. Exactly. Got you. Of course, there is exclusive merchandise available to annual pass holders. Uh, annual pass holders will also have a pass holder only viewing area for the Mardi Gras parade that will be in front of Mel's uh, drive in on select nights. Space will be available in a first come, first serve uh, manner. Uh, and then there are some pass holder exclusive menu items, and uh, pass holders will also save 15% on the Mardi Gras float ride and dine experience. We mentioned the other day that uh, annual pass holders would be able to ride on floats. Right. Um, but if you want to ride on float, you can do a dining experience with it, and then that guarantees you a spot on the float okay. uh, as well. Um, premier pass holders will get 15%, and preferred pass holders will get 10% off at Mardi Gras food and beverage tents. And then, of course, there are savings of up to 40% on your hotel room uh, if you are an annual pass holder. So treating their annual pass holders right. Awesome. Universal has announced their concert lineup for Mardi Gras. That's right, Mardi Gras 2024 International Flavors of Carnival. Uh, February 3rd, Walker Hayes. February 10th, The All-American Rejects. February 17th, Ellie King. February 18th, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Okay. February 24th, Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, March 2nd, DJ Khaled. March 9th, Ava Max. March 10th, Queen Latifah. March 16th, Louis Fonzi. And March 17th, Zed. 
All right, I know about three quarters of these people. Uh, do you know who Louis Fonzi is? No. Didn't he do? Oh no, I was thinking Mambo Number no. Five, but that's that's not him. That's okay. uh, that's Lou Vega. Okay. Uh, so these uh, are all uh, taking place at the Music Plaza stage at Universal Studios. The concerts are included with your valid park admission. Concert begins at eight thirty p.m. on those evenings. Um, so uh, enjoy that. All right. Marvel's Superhero Island at Islands of Adventure has been undergoing some minor refurbishments over the last few weeks, with multiple construction walls up for pavement repair. That's right. In addition to that, the entrance to the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man is blocked off, but the attraction is still open, so that is just due to some general uh, maintenance. Uh, lots of little construction walls around, kind of funneling people to different areas. Um, you know, this it's that time of year. It's yeah. the winter time refurbishment gets done. Uh, in addition to that, the Marvel Superhero Island snack stand is being worked on. Uh, it, it got a new sign. It is now the official Daily Bugle Snacks and Drinks Stand. You're right. Yeah. So uh, good times over at Universal. SeaWorld has filed plans to open two hotels. That's right. This is a, this is a first for them. They, yeah. they don't have any hotels on property. Uh, we'll go with their most recent announcement. Uh, and that is that they're going to be building a 250-room hotel at Discovery Cove. Uh, that is going to be, I believe, a six-story building uh, on what is currently a vacant lot. Um, and that will join a 504-room hotel that SeaWorld announced uh, in mid-December. So they're going to be uh, having their own lodging now. That's interesting that they're just starting with two. Like you'd think mm -hmm. they do one, see how it goes. No, they're just they're jumping right in with, with almost eight hundred rooms. Uh, you know, that's not that many rooms. It's not. Though. It's not. And you know, SeaWorld is kind of centrally located, right between Disney and Universal. Right. So it's a good location. Even if you're not, even if you're just doing SeaWorld for a day, it might right. be a good location. And you know, it'll depend on what the pricing on these resorts are and what right. amenities they offer to see what kind of guests they draw. Right. And that's uh, all of our news for today. Cheryl's a little upset that we had no entertainment news, so we'll have to see <laughs> if we can rectify that over the weekend. Right. Uh, but we will be back on Monday with our next show. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ha, <laughs> ha,